0: welcome back to another episode of
1: jp and the beanstalk you bet here we are the energy's building in she's, spite of the temperature falling she's built the, yes. <laughs> the temperature falls but the energy rises so we're just bringing it we're yeah. bringing it beans yeah
0: it's Great. and we are late we understand that um echo came out we wanted to make sure we had yeah. to do that for discussion
1: absolutely so, absolutely we want to give ourselves an opportunity to get through that bad boy and and Discuss it while it's still fresh. So hit up Echo. Got through what if? So a lot of good, uh, a lot of good meat on the bone. I like to say, yeah, yep. You traveled. Good for you. Yeah, I'm exhausted.
0: <laughs> I've I've gone through it. I I it's yeah. It was not great. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun weekend. Yeah. I, I got these sweet Spider Mans down here. Come on now. Yeah. Some new Spider Man pops. Yes. Let me pull it out real quick. Sure. It's the five. Mm-hmm. poop.
1: So you got a like five-pack of Spider-Man Pops? This is what one I
0: got for Christmas. My
1: goodness. I didn't
0: even remember asking for it. Like, it's been on my wish list for, like, two years.
1: Well, what a gift.
0: And so, you know, we'll just pull this bad boy out.
1: Come on, now. He can do stay it right here. Put him okay. on the mantle. Yeah. How so, you do it?
0: Yes. We have Prodigy. Okay. Dragonfly. Sure. It's Dragonfly. Okay. That might not be right. Um, and then... The That's Spider-Man armor, it. Mark One, mm-hmm. Mark Two, and uh, the Oracle Knight. Don't oh, I don't I don't know what that one's from. Okay, these two are from when Peter Parker was uh not Peter Parker when Spider-Man. Yep. Was uh a vigilante and wanted by everybody, so he dropped the mantle of Spider-Man and decided yes. to take on four different alter egos, as one does. And so one, does. one focused on a different one of his powers. Kind of like his, his, channeling his inner Moon Knight there a little bit, a little bit around that. Sure. So that was how he still fought crime. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the Mark One, the Mark Two armors are very straightforward. I mm-hmm. also have the Mark Three, mm-hmm. my personal favorite. Sure. And then yeah, we have a Knight.
1: The Arachnid. The Arachnid. The Arachnid. The Arachnid. So sorry. Yes. Mister Arachnid. If
0: you're gonna say it, you've gotta say it right. <laughs> But no, it's it's great. I'm very happy besides the fact that for some reason Funko hates making things fit the way that they're supposed to. Mm. Um mm. there are pegs mm-hmm. and to like make sure they stand on the thing. Right. Um two of them do not fit the way that they should.
1: It's one of the little frustrating.
0: And then I got this big one too for Christmas. Yes. And for anime fans, it's Kaido from One Piece. There you okay? go. But as you can see, he doesn't stay on the pegs. Mm. So there are three pegs because there's one. <laughs> there's one peg in his giant bat,
1: right? Spiked bat. As, again, as one does, they carry around the spiked bat. Yes.
0: And for some reason, the pegs on the feet don't line up, and it's the most irritating thing. I mean, we can go to that one too, where the yeah. pieces just don't fully fit. So it's my one beef.
1: No, it's a legit beef. It's a legit beef. You expect the uh, the hardware to to suit. To suit the, uh, the designated purpose. And when it doesn't, that's uh, less than inspiring.
0: They're lucky the quality is good outside of that. Right. Right. Otherwise,
1: I wouldn't do this. No, so, that'd be frustrating. Yes. Well, that's, that's a really fun Christmas gift. That's right on the Absolutely. button right there. And speaking of Christmas, I think both you and I came away with a pretty good haul of, uh, of reading materials for this new year. So what a delight that is. Yes,
0: mine is downstairs. Haven't started that one yet. I got Injustice Year Five coming to me. Yes, on Thursday, nice. along with our two new mic cables for our new mics. Wow, for next episode,
1: whole new year, whole new setup. Fun fact, what an upgrade!
0: I don't know about new setup. Let's... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna choose to believe down. that it's new. I'm gonna
1: choose believe that it's new. I'm hyping it up, hyping it up in a big way. So yeah, but yeah, that's great. That's I'm looking right. forward to getting into some uh, some more mm-hmm. of Hickman's Fantastic Four. Uh, I got one of Hickman's omnibuses for the new Avengers, which is supposed to incorporate the Infinity Storyline. At some point, I'd like to just keep that going and build into the the Secret Wars. I know Hickman's overall run is very well regarded. Um, so it, it's it's pretty exciting to get into some new content. Absolutely love that. But yeah, speaking of new content, we've got Echo. We've got What If. I've read some Tom Taylor, a artist that, as you just mentioned, Injustice. Or an author, rather, who has made his bones or made his fame on the Injustice, Injustice comics run. So mm-hmm. I think we need to throw that guy a, uh, a healthy bone yeah. as well. Probably have a top five, right? That's what we do. I Think so?
0: Yeah, yeah. If it's done, is yours done? If I, mine is done, mine is. That was probably the <laughs> fastest top five I've ever made in my life.
1: So I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into it, Riles. Uh, what would you like to hit first, my man? Echo, oh, man. Yes. what if? What's what's your preference? I don't
0: have a preference. Okay. I'm trying to think of what would flow better, and probably Echo into our top five would flow better.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, maybe start off with the, your Tom Taylor bomb. Let's do. And then we'll go into what if.
1: Let's do. Yeah. All right. So, Tom Taylor, a little context here. You know, at, at times over the course of this podcast, we've loved throwing uh, throwing bones to the comic book authors or artists that are of particular interest to us, ones that have peaked our peaked our interest at different times, and I over Christmas picked myself up the Dark Knights of Steel volumes one and two, which sets the DC universe in medieval times. So. That's a fun concept just in and of itself. But furthermore, it sets up Superman and Superman's parents as the uh, ruling entities of this medieval world. And Bruce Wayne is the, uh, is the main man for the house of L as it were. And so there's a real fun dynamic between Batman and Superman per huge Of course, Wonder Woman and Themyscira are uh, are in there and are a part of that, but it's just a really fun alternate universe take that puts the right amount of twist on these familiar characters. The art is fantastic throughout, and that always always makes a big difference when the art is not distracting, but rather it adds to the story. There's plenty of twists that I wouldn't necessarily say you can see; you can't see coming. Right, some you can anticipate, but the biggest twists are uh, are genuinely surprising, which is really great. So, I really was I was pleased with uh, with our guy Tom Taylor here, um, and, and it just comes back to hey, this is why alternate takes can be some of the most refreshing <laughs> stuff to read because the uh, you know the stakes are a little bit, to a certain extent, I would say, more high. Because if you kill a character off, you haven't negatively impacted all that character's history from what came before and negated the opportunity for that character to be a part of what's going to come. Because it's just a self-contained story and universe. And uh, I, I think Tom takes, uh, <laughs> takes advantage of that. Whether well, he sure shouldn't. Who knows? But uh, he kills us, of folks. So, my guy, Tom Taylor, this is the first time I've gotten into any Tom Taylor. But, Riles, you've uh, you've read a little bit more. I mean, the, the Injustice. I've
0: read the entire Injustice line. Yep. you got to give the guy credit. He, he understands the character, what people love about the character. Uh, I think with alternate takes, I think the challenging part is trying to find a balance of it's still true to the character, but yes. you want to do something different with them. Yes. I think he rides that line well. Um, like you said, he knows how to kill a guy. He knows how to kill him and he knows how to make it hurt you when you're when even if it's not even your favorite character, right? Well, some some of those characters in there, then he builds them up and they're like very vital at that yes. point in the story. Yes. And all of a sudden they're just dead and you're like, no. Or they kill off certain key characters earlier than they're supposed to, because then that is why things happen the way that they do.
1: There are no yeah, there are no soft landings in yeah. terms of deaths. Uh, There's characters that get Button half. Uh, punch a hole through their stomach. Yep. Um,
0: yep. Straight through the eye with
1: a large arrow. Or laser beam eyes. And laser beam eyes. I mean it's it's impactful in its uh in its violence, to yeah. say the least. Right. But I like what you said about finding that balance of knowing what makes a character and, and we'll get into this a little bit actually on the echo side. But knowing what it is, and and frankly, this this will flow through all of our conversation, will flow through the what if, through the echo discussion. But knowing what it is that's foundational to that character is so critical because I think it's too easy for whether it be a author of the actual physical book or a writer of a show or a movie So twist that character to the point where it's like, okay, now the character is not even recognizable. Like it's truly not that character. You've created something entirely different. And you lose the impact when you go past that balance point. And so I think it takes some some restraint, right? Because as a creative, you know, person, you're going, I'd love to go further and further and further in terms of what I change and what I tweak. But I think there's a there's a percentage and it's not all of it, right? Not 100%, right. but it's probably in that 90% range of, hey, this, these aspects of the character stay the same. And now we're just adding a little 10% different flavoring, right? It's not a, I really don't think it's that extreme. It feels, and here's what I mean by that. It feels bigger than it is, mm-hmm. but the change actually isn't, it's not nearly wholesale. You know, it's not hero to villain per se it's just from hero to a little different take on how they're a hero
0: and it also just has to be believable yes like i think that's the best part because it's still like for instance uh you know superman in injustice right Mm -hmm. for this guy to turn it takes he loses basically his entire world right for him to be like oh because this happened to me, I don't want this happening to anybody else ever again. Yes. And goes on a rampage yes. doing what he did. Right. And you're like, you know what, I kind of reason with you. Right. Because it's like, it's at true. some point, some people would be like, why didn't you just do that in the first yeah. place? You got all that power. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's not just like a, no reason, this character's just totally different. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's part of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's where you get like, you know, the different even the different versions of spider-man in the regular mainstream where some people are like that's not my spider-man my yep. spider-man would never do that right. Or like right the weird character regressions or character progressions that they just have and you're like this is not where the character was Correct. Right. you know yeah peter would never save aunt may for the sake of his marriage mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm.
1: but
0: he did And as a story for another day, but
1: (laughs) a rant for another day. No, I, I do. I think it's, I think it's really, it's admirable when an author is able to, to demonstrate that amount of restraint because he's not, you know, Tom Taylor in, in his writings is not just killing off characters for the sake of killing them. For example, there's, there's purpose as far as how it drives the story. It enhances the motivations of the characters. And again, it, it just doubles down on the hey, here's why these kind of takes are so worthwhile. Because you have the repetition over decades with all of these characters when you finally get a perspective that is that's fresh and in the sense that the stakes are high because a character can die. Mm-hmm. And that should be it. Uh that's I think that's totally, totally worth it. So. No doubt. And let's see, Tom Taylor, he's got Dark Knights of Steel that came out recently. He's still working on Injustice, right? That hasn't wrapped up yet? Or is Year 5? Yeah, year 5 is So it, okay. it's
0: Injustice, years, zero, year to, right, like, to five. year 5. And then Injustice 2, he went back to that world, world yeah. what happened in between Injustice 1 and Injustice yeah. 2. Yep. Yeah. I'm assuming when Injustice 3 comes out, he'll pick back up on it if they throw it to him, which I I hope they do. Uh, if they're going to do Injustice 3. um, <laughs> so, And then he's currently on the Nightwing run. Interesting. And I've heard very good things about his Nightwing run. Right.
1: Right. So. Well, we know he's done Deceased, which you and I... Deceased was Deceased, also another
0: yeah. one, which is yeah. Marvel Zombies, but for DC. Right. Right.
1: Now, I'd be curious to check out that uh, that Nightwing run, because I think Nightwing's a character that's uh, that's worth having. Mm-hmm worth having their own run personally absolutely i think that's great Mm -hmm. yeah cool all right anything else for for our guy tommy i think that's it for tom tom good for you tom Hey T, freaking tom taylor can't recommend the guy enough that's it's a lot of good a lot of good stuff and man i'm just looking through like all the injustice there's so much out there holy buckets what a just treat yourself, right? Like, why not? Oh, for Injustice? Yes.
0: Yeah, the, don't watch the animated movie though. It's not good. It's I very... I, I think I didn't. It was incredibly dumb. It's very bad. Oh, it was so bad. It does not do it justice. No. Dumb no. It's terrible. It has, does not follow the storyline at all. It does its own thing. Like, they still do some things
1: from it, but like, for instance... It was truly a question for me of why on earth does this exist? Right. Like, when I watched it, I thought, you've got to be like, me. Like, The
0: Flash dies in that movie and he doesn't die in Injustice one or two.
1: So wrap your head around that. Uh, So So, like what are we what are we doing here, fellas? Why?
0: So don't watch that. No. I do encourage you to play the video game if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat and you haven't played Injustice. It's a less violent Mortal Kombat (laughs) with just D C superheroes. So but it's great. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Love it. All right. Well, good. Good little bone for for our guy, Tom Taylor. So on that thread, though, speaking of alternate takes, we have What If, right? Mm -hmm. Which is Marvel's effort in the animated realm to provide a similarly impactful and worthwhile set of content. And season one came out 2020. And I think we're largely well received, right? It, it it was always a question of, you know, what impact, if any, does this have on Marvel from a canon perspective? And I really don't think it's being hyped up or held to that kind of a standard. But season one, as I recall, Riley Pardon me, was was worth someone's time, right? You you were coming off of the you know, the first 10 plus years of Marvel movies and content. And what if really capitalized on all of those characters and those stories by doing what Tom Taylor does, which Mm. is saying, Hey, what if we just tweak this little piece in this character or that little aspect of that story. And it found a really good, good balance of, there was some goofiness occasionally mixed in like with the Thor episode where he's just a party animal. Yeah, that one was kinda that one was the most meh. I uh, I understood what they're going for, but it was meh. But the Doctor Strange episode, the What If Ultron One, the uh excuse me, the zombies piece. Um, there was a lot, there was a lot from that series that was, you know, very again, very worthwhile from the same the same perspective of what we're talking about with Tom Taylor here. We're just changing A a little bit. And what would that look like? Now, fast forward several years. We've had several years of additional content, movies and shows. And now we get what if season two, did they do it again? Or was this not up to the same previous standard? Riley, what say you?
0: I would say this season, I think, was as a whole better
1: you thought that season
0: one, I think I liked more of the episodes This stood mm. around, like I felt like they were more. I'm only surprised, I'm not upset,
1: I'm delighted.
0: I think, well, I think most of them, minus like a couple, were more worthwhile stories to tell. Check. Like, and even the ones that I wasn't a huge fan of, there were still moments where I was like, Oh, that's a really cool way to have this character in there and be cool with it, sure. Um, now. Um, it's kind of crazy to me how much they nerfed Thanos, for instance. In this show entirely, it's like Thanos is just a guy. If you've you've noticed that, haven't you? Right. Like even from the right. it's crazy to me. But um, outside of that, I was I was put, I was pleasantly surprised. That's great. What were some highlights for you? I want to stay on the positive train. Um. Well, here's a question. Are we going to go in depth with each
1: episode? Let's do. Okay, let's do. And I, okay. I'll say before we go into that, I'm glad to hear you say that. I I came away less. Uh, I came away less uh Let's say uh, it, it was it was okay. I was I was disappointed in the lack of what I felt like at least were lack. Of callbacks to last several years, in particular, mm-hmm. of the Marvel movies, it, it felt like they just dipped. They went further back. And they're like, eh, we're going to kind of skip over a lot of what we just did, and they didn't do it entirely. But it just, it didn't feel as original to me as the first, as the first season. It was still entertaining, but like Nebula, for example, when we we'll get into this episode by episode. Uh, with the Nova Courts, like we're just going back to to Guardians. Interesting. I, I would have expected they would have tried something more with the more recent mm-hmm. content. But anyway, let's go episode by episode. Okay, let's. Do, uh, it. do
0: we want to boom and bust it again,
1: or do we just want to talk about it? Let's just mm-hmm. go. Let's go. Let's just go through episode by episode. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel like I'm going to get into bust and be really negative. And uh, fair enough. I don't want to be negative. Fair enough. No. So,
0: episode one, mm-hmm. it's Nebula joining the Nova Corps, and she's pretty much just left in space by her dad yep. and sister.
1: They aforementioned Thanos, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and not so a neat guy.
0: And then, and then the uh, Nova Corps like finds her, brings her, and then she's like, "Well, oh, I'm all in on this now." Mm-hmm. And
1: so it's like a detective show, which not a bad concept. Yondu no. gets mm, straight up murdered right ASAP. Tough break, Yondu.
0: It was weird. Yeah. It was not an episode that I I was like, oh, this is definitely what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howard the Duck was the highlight of this entire episode. That's very fair. Like and this is what I mean. Like this episode for me <laughs> did not hit. I was like, <laughs> why did they make this? Howard the Duck being there as like this head of a casino. It was great, right? So right. that's that's where I'm at on episode one. Howard the Duck was the highlight. I would I would love more Howard. Outside of that, it was okay.
1: Yeah, it, it was such a it was such a bizarre amalgamation of characters because you had Nebula, which that's a choice to highlight her first and foremost, because um, she is very much a supporting character. Right, she just is so okay. We're giving her her own episode. Let's see, what we do with That Howard the Duck is in it, and then I'm gonna totally blank on his name, but dude Law's character from oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's like, he's here. What okay?
0: Yeah, it was kind of weird how corruptible the Nova Core hat league leader was. Yeah, yeah, Nova Prime's
1: just. Not good, uh, and so it. I gave it. I gave it credit for. Hey, felt like the effort was there. Right. right? It's like okay, this is a creative effort. Um, did it land for me? What? Well, I don't think so. But it, 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 it. They tried.
0: Right. They tried. Right.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. So two. Episode two. Yeah. Peter Quill. What if Peter Quill, young Peter Quill, attacked? Earth in 1988. Help me out here. How should I feel about this episode? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I Let's was delighted. This is That's strange. so good. Okay, good.
0: Uh, good. The fact that they pretty much were like, okay, this is the Avengers if they were in the 80s. <laughs> and they're like, we get an actual Hank Pym Ant-Man yes. in action. Yes. Uh, we get Goliath, which
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an
0: interesting pull. But... I was okay with it, right. nonetheless. Right. Uh, they managed to make him a lot different than Hank because he went big and small, mm-hmm. and H- Hank really focused on the ants, which is again, it is what it is. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel's the the original Marvel. Yes, that was interesting. Right. Um, right. I was. It was fine. Okay. Uh, seeing Peggy and Howard and like an old school shield was kind of fun.
1: I agree. That was that was the highlight for me uh, this episode. Chaka
0: mm. was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. and then uh having, I think it was really cool having uh Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier yep. come back for this. Yep. Because yep. and seeing Howard and Peggy be on the receiving end of it this time. Right. And be like, right? Oh, we thought this wasn't real, but right. the Russians sent us. Right. That's kind of insane. <laughs> and so to have him break out of that training in the '80s is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without Steve, but it's it was just cool to see like his impact
1: mm-hmm.
0: with Howard and Peggy as well. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just Steve right. that he had a close bond with in, in, the, really in those days.
1: Point. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that. It's a really good point because you're absolutely right with with the movies. It was so much about, hey, this is how the reveal of Bucky being alive impacts Steve. And there's not an opportunity, really, for the Bucky reveal to uh, to impact or influence any of the existing characters at that time. So, yeah, that's that's good. I, again, this was just an odd one for me when it came to we're pulling from the from ego and it felt like kind of a back-to-back so we're going to guardians with nebula we're going to guardians again i didn't with, think about it that way with ego Truly, really, i think this is going to be a theme for me and so i gotta apologize but i i was just waiting for some reason my expectation and i don't think i articulated this when we were talking about this show ahead of time but my expectation was hey there's going to be some twists on more recent uh more recent content, and I could have just, I could have just read the, you know, the episode titles and go. Eh.
0: Is that your main Probably beef for this? Not.
1: That's my, that's my definitely okay. my holistic beef. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. So I will strive to get to beyond said beef and uh, chew on a little bit of ham and bacon. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I agree. I thought the Avengers in the '80s was a nice twist, and my favorite part was certainly seeing uh old school shield, right? Right. That was that was really cool to see uh to see that version of that apparatus. Yeah. So no question. Cool. Yeah. Hey episode three, what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? It's Die Hard with Happy Hogan. It's Die Hard
0: and Home Alone. With Happy Hogan. <laughs> oh, I actually enjoyed this. I did too. Yeah. It's not I, I think the best surprise of it all was it was Hammer. The fact that it was Justin Hammer and voiced by the original actor, right, I and thought well, oh man. hot. I was like, we should have had him again. Mm-hmm. we should have had him back. He was fantastic in yeah. this, and just to be like, oh yeah, I just I want to be just as strong as I am smart, and I'm gonna be the best superhero ever.
1: <laughs> it's like you were in prison. <laughs> You sucked at this, sir. You're taking, you didn't do a good job. You're
0: taking over Avengers Tower right now. Think about this. <laughs> so to have that was... It was surprising. Uh, happy turning into a Hulk was... I a purple Hulk. I could care less. Yeah. That was weird. That was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. And it wasn't the only time we saw it. Yeah. Which was even weirder. <laughs> but all right.
1: Yeah. Uh Darcy getting dropped in there. Oh, yeah. That was cool. She's a delight. Uh, I did like the Christmas theme, right? Yeah, like, if you're going to drop the episode on Christmas Eve, why, why not give it a little Christmas theme? I, I don't know how well it necessarily holds up in terms of, hey, rewatchability, like, oh, right. Unless you're watching it as part of your Christmas movie or TV show marathon. Like, okay. It, I, I was able to take it for what it was worth. It's like, Okay, we'll give we'll give happy a little time here.
0: Also, can we just say it was scary how chilled they were that he was just
1: a monster? Yeah, you you would think it'd be more of a uh, how are we going to change your back? Disconcerting scenario, right? It's like so we have a hole we're not familiar with,
0: and Tony Stark was just like, "Look, like, new head of security."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. My, my guy. Oh, good for him. All right. Anything else in episode three? No, that's it. Okay. Episode four. What if Iron Man
0: crashed into the Green Master? I love me more Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh The yeah. only... Okay. This, and this is like a very minor issue. Tony's voice actor doesn't do it for me. It's off a little. Yeah. And I understand that they couldn't get RDJ to come back and do it. But, like... It's
1: still... It, it's off... A little too much. is Right. Well, it, it's either, this is going to sound really goofy, it's either off, it's not off enough. You know, right. it almost needs to be very different. Right. Because it's just, I don't know, it feels like it's crying and very much not succeeding. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It's super rough. Yeah. Um, But
0: outside of that, I thought this episode was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed him and Gamora teaming up. But uh, just what he can do with alien tech. And I thought it was really interesting the way that they tied it in. In a sense of like, oh, he didn't make it back to Earth in Avengers. Mm. So everybody Mm. on Mm. the planet thinks he's dead. Right. Which is a crazy thought process to have. But, yeah. And then he helped kill Thanos early. Which, again, crazy. Just,
1: sorry, Thanos.
0: So, I mean, I guess it's pre- you know, uh, infinity gauntlet, but
1: you know, where are you at? Still, still, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's impossible not to enjoy an episode where you get like more of Tony Stark because it just oozes creativity, right? I miss him. With, with all of the, right? With all of the the, 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 the sass. And part of what I've really enjoyed with, marvel and how they've approached the character of tony stark in the movies and even in these shows is he is simultaneously extraordinarily capable and gifted and creative and yet like what he makes doesn't always work it doesn't work the way he wants it to right, right. so there's there's plenty of failings in there where it's not like he's superman op right where it's like yeah you're going to win you're superman like you should win every time um and so there's a lot to enjoy about that. He's also simultaneously arrogant and yet very insecure. <laughs> and so it's just it's, it's fun spending time with that character. So yes. I certainly, yeah, I certainly certainly enjoyed that uh enjoyed that aspect of the Absolutely. episode. Yep. And did they bring back I, I was trying to find out, did they bring back our guy for the voice of the grandmaster? I believe
0: so. I thought so too. That like, sounded like him. Yep. So,
1: yeah, but and I thought I
0: thought the dynamic between him and Tony and this was phenomenal. Oh, I would have loved it
1: on screen. Right. Like, how can you how can you not at that point? It was it was truly terrific. Yeah. So
0: it's definitely one of those things where you're like. If oh. only they were still around to have this interaction, mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. There's a lot of characters like that where you're like, I wish these two would just meet and see what would happen.
1: Right makes you wonder, like, would they ever do, you know, something like this from a live action point of view? Right. Right. Just to get the characters back. I I don't know. I, they, well, I do know the answer is almost definitely no. But still, a, a boy can dream. Right. And, uh, and wish. Because, I mean, I'm just looking through some of the cast names that they brought back for single episodes. Like you mentioned, you know, Giant Man from a couple of episodes prior they brought back freaking Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, it sounded like that. him. That's, that's truly wild and very cool as well. But to have Lawrence Fishburne, we already mentioned Sam Rockwell as as Justin Hammer. Freaking A, hey, they had Jude Law voice yon Rock in the first episode with Nebula. It's like, are you kidding? It It just bamboozles me how they at times are able to... Get the original actor to do the voice work, which really should be pretty accessible when you're like, hey, you're not having to do anything physical. We just need your voice. Right. Right. That's all we need. Uh, It makes me wish they could go, you know, 10 out of 10 with those instead of some of the time. But, yeah, to have have Jeff Goldblum, we're going to get into this a little bit, but they had Lanchette come back to do hella. Yeah. It's incredible. I'm talking myself into liking this more. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, well, good. All right, let's keep moving. Episode five.
0: What is Captain Carter? What the? Hydra Stomper? I mean, I think we were looking forward to this episode. Because mm-hmm. it was a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. Seeing an old Bucky was refreshing. That was not something I thought I was going to see. That
1: was that was way too cool. Yeah. Honestly, that it, was way too cool. It was so awesome. like the inversion of the Steve Bucky dynamic but inverted to an extreme where Bucky has And So obviously we know that when Steve and Bucky reunite in the movies and in the comics, they're of a similar age, this is, this just took it decades beyond where it's like, no, Bucky's had his full life, but close to it. And here's Steve stuck in time, you know, as the man who has had decades robbed from him, right? Truly wild. Well, yeah, you had like, and I mean, between those two
0: and Peggy, they did like, they rotated. Yep. But he was also in Robert Redford's role. Mm -hmm. He was the guy of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, again, cool. Really cool. So, to just have him have his moment there when he sees Steve for the first time, he's like, oh, come on, don't shoot me. You know who I am. It's like, (laughs) oh, it's the other way around. That's fun. Yeah. Um, But that was really cool. I think bringing the Red Room Mm -hmm. into it, Mm -hmm. I think brings more, like, power to it, because it, like, ties yep. in with Black Widow, and I think right. that's something that was right. missed. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But was it weird to you that Falcon was just nowhere to be found?
1: Yes. Like, yeah, in, in these ten episodes... He was conspicuous through his absence. It's like, we're really not, like, giving him any time, particularly when we... Have now upgraded Falcon to the new Captain America. Right, like he, he doesn't get any
0: time here, and that's and I think, very odd, right? And I think that's the weirdest part because don't you think they would want to build him up and give him some momentum exactly. going into his movie because he doesn't really have it right now? No,
1: so no, I thought too it was much time that's passed. I thought it was super weird. He didn't yeah. make a single appearance in this entire show. Well, and the character of Sam Wilson again in the you know in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been. Just as significant in terms of characters as they relate to Steve Rogers as Bucky Barnes has been, right? And so, how can you not have how can you not have Sam Wilson in here at all when you've got Bucky sprinkled throughout? Right. That's pretty wild. Right. Yeah, and and Sam's like it's not hard to even imagine. Okay, so you've got Captain Carter, you've got Black Widow. Why not mix Sam in well, there? Like that blends well. That that fits the grouping. Pair
0: him up with Bucky, and mm-hmm. just have him be like Bucky's guy, where he's like, "Hey, yep. I'm going to send you in here. This is what yep. you're going to be doing, right? Or hey, go give them back up because they're going to need it,
1: right? It was odd. I agree. I agree. That that confused me as well. So I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah.
0: Don't get me wrong. I like Widow and her together. Like mm-hmm. Widow and Carter together are great
1: because mm-hmm.
0: they're like sisters. But, like, again, I'm like, yeah, you need Falcon.
1: Yeah. And something, and we'll we'll get into this even even more in these next few episodes, but I thought throughout that, like we've talked about, I've enjoyed the animation style. I, I like that it doesn't, you know, oscillate between multiple styles. I like that it sticks with one singular, and I think really a nice blend of just animation, and yet it feels like a comic. Um, in some ways as well, uh, just with like the color tones and I liked the action throughout these episodes. Like when there was action, it was, it was well choreographed. It was well, it was well animated. Um, it was engaging. Truly. I I thought it was really excellent. So including in that episode, but yeah. Okay. So episode six, what if Kahori reshaped the world? So. Brand new character. Right. Brand new premise. Brand new premise. <laughs> yeah, brand new origin, you know, brand new all of it. Uh, I enjoyed this one as, as much as any of the episodes, just for the sheer originality of it. Like, to get a new character right. was refreshing. Uh, now, it was... I don't know if this is the place for a new character, because... What if, again, the premise seems to have been, well, what if we do a little tweak on a known story, previously known story, previously known character? So this is a, you know, vast departure from that premise. Right. Does it really fit well here?
0: It, the focus is more on the weapon mm-hmm. instead of anything else. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like the equivalent of Mjolnir being lost and somebody else becoming, getting the powers of Thor. Sure. Like, sure. it would super... Yeah. Yeah, weird in that a- aspect. Right. I think it worked. I don't understand how some of it worked. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was the that I don't think that was. I mean, they said it's split in half or is broken or something, but like they don't explain where they went to. Right. And so, right. and the fact that they can just teleport from there to and now everywhere else. And don't give and she's OP, by the way. She's strong as shit. Yeah. And it's not just her, yes. it's her entire tribe.
1: Correct. All of a sudden, you have not just the singularly powerful individual, but you have a, a lot of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Marvel's making the Native Americans look really, really good in the last couple of months, which is fantastic because you don't have any like Native American yeah. like superheroes or anything. So this is really cool, right? Um, and I think they did a good job with her. Yeah, I would be interested to see if they do anything else with her. Mm. Um, cause mm-hmm. that's kind of where, I mean, they used her at the end <laughs> in the last episode, sure. but sure, I think that's the hardest part. Cause it's like, where do you go from here? Cause she's that mm-hmm. brand new. Mm-hmm. She's from the mm-hmm. what 16, not 1600s, 1700s.
1: Oh no. You're, no, you're it was 1600s. 1600s. Yeah. yeah. Spanish and, Inquisition. And even, you know, could be even earlier than that. Come to think of it, it would have been more, you know, Columbus, uh, era so late 1400s early 1500s so yeah quite a, quite a callback
0: by the way was that con- the main conquistador guy was that he's supposed to be somebody that we knew because why was his face did you notice his like chin was green
1: yeah it was weird wasn't it yeah i i don't think that was supposed to be a particular historical character that i took it more of a hey this individual is supposed to embody the you know whether it was spain right, or portugal Conquers. right the the Europeans coming over and, uh, and try to take over and yeah. Yeah. So I, again, I I enjoy the originality. I, I don't know that I love the the instant. OP. It's like, wow, you're immediately the most powerful being that just feels. And the reason I don't love that is for the same reason I enjoy the episode of, I love the creativity of a new character, but when it's just a, Oh, you're Superman. It's like, that's too easy. They don't do they even have to try that hard? Is it even that challenging at this point when you have uh you have matrix powers, you have Jesus powers, you have Superman well, powers, It's like, wow, that's pretty good. And that was the thing. like they didn't really explain very well what she can do. Like, right. you kind of figured it out
0: that she yep. just controls space, so she right. can st- stop things and mm-hmm. move through it mm-hmm. and go faster, apparently, but outside of that, yeah, her learning curve. Was non-existent. The fact that she's dropped in, they're like, "Oh my gosh, she was so talented mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. gifted." That's crazy. And I get that they had twenty-five minutes to be like, "Hey, here you go." But like, not even a training montage,
1: right? Right. That's
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some good again, good effort here. Did it stick the landing? Yeah, that's a incomplete in my opinion. But I appreciate the effort and the originality there. So, uh, how about Season 2, Episode 7, What If I Found the Ten Rings? Felt a little deceived here, because Hella didn't, like, get to use the rings. And I was really hoping she was going to. Ah,
0: yes. You know,
1: uh, it's right there in the title, so I thought that'd be awesome. Uh, But, nonetheless, we got a, I finally felt somewhat thank you, in that it's finally referencing a, hey, this is a Marvel movie that came out in the last, like, Three or four years, yeah. right? Little Shang-Chi reference. I just wish we would have seen our boy Sean or Sean.
0: Yeah. Well, they re- I never thought we were going to get a redeemed Hala. Right. It's not something I right. asked for or wanted. Yeah. But we got it. And I was yeah. like... It worked. Yeah. The only, the only thing that bothered me with this is how flippy-floppy Odin
1: was. Mm-hmm. Like, he was
0: very flippity-floppity. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he's like, at the beginning, he's like, yeah, you need to learn mercy. And then... He's like, no mercy. And then he's like, I'm... Oh, there's a new weapon? Screw mercy. We're gonna kill everybody. We want Earth now. And it's like, whoa! Didn't you just say you were done fighting all these wars and now ten mystical, magical rings come into play? And you're
1: like, right. oh, that so was fancy. New war. Let's let's go figure this out. They could attack us like, someday, Maybe They don't know we it, exist, but they could attack us. Guys. I, get,
0: Look. I get that there's all this mysticism behind the rings. Right. There is not enough For me, to be like, Mm -hmm. Odin, Mm -hmm. the guy who has a spear that comes to him whenever he wants, wants ten rings. Ten respects. I don't get it. I don't get that part.
1: Yeah, why that aspect of the episode, no question, was half-baked in the sense of Odin is threatened by the rings? Like, why? Why? Like, Shenbu isn't aware of Asgard is not targeting Asgard. Like, he, he's just doing his thing on Earth. Right. And so, why Odin's going, oh, we're threatened by the presence of these Ten They're not present. Right. They're an entire realm away, a realm that cannot get to you. You have a one-way street. You're the only one that can get there. They can't come to you. So, you know how you allow them to come to you? You open up the road and make it two ways. Right. Just don't do it. Yeah. So, that was too bad.
0: Well, and also, it's just so weird... For crown that size to be like, have Thor mm. like, hey, you can't pick up the hammer. Like it's crazy. Yeah, and, and I've always thought her crown thing is super weird. Yes, like, it's not something that I'd be like, oh yeah, that's something I want in my arsenal. Like it looks too bulky for that. But like just to see it, like be too heavy to lift. I was just like, okay. But overall, I thought the episode was good.
1: It's interesting to see her and Wenwu. Both mm-hmm. of them got yep. redeemed, right? Right. Yeah, they both had they both had some good some good redemption arcs there. So I, overall, I didn't I didn't mind. I was entertained by it. Yeah. All right, episode eight. What if the Avengers assembled in
0: sixteen oh two? So first of all, their obsession with Sharon Carter as Captain Britain.
1: Yep. It it, it was too much, overall.
0: I understand why they're doing it, because they can. And they're like, you know, we need our own, like, mascot, essentially,
1: for this thing. Sure. Your own character or a character to uh, make the focal point of
0: this. Do they forget she got absolutely annihilated in Doctor Strange 2? Yes, they do. So like cutting half by your own shield, as it turns out. Right, and the concept, all right, for sixteen oh two is there. I thought it was cool seeing Steve Rogers as a Robin Hood esque character. That was awesome. That was not right? what I expected that at was all.
1: Awesome. Him
0: and the way, if we can get more Scott Lang and <laughs> Bucky say, and we Bucky Barnes it, together, oh that would goodness. be fantastic because oh those two were. A beautiful parent. Yes. Again, yes. no falcon. Where, where's Sam Wilson? No falcon in this. They're like, you know what? We're gonna do
1: Ant-Man and Bucky. And again, You're, it works right. just fine. Ant-Man but but, in there is great, but you force him in there. The the guy that should be isn't again, tough. Mind-boggling. Truly. But truly and like Robin Hood News Merry Men. No, no, no. Sam Wilson. Happy. Okay.
0: Hobby was such a chode
1: oh, in this, and it was great. It was great. He was great. <laughs> it but was so great. The occasional, like, old English was terrific. It was yeah. just terrific.
0: It was, oh, man. Yeah. And also watching Loki just be this, like, want to be actor, but he just can't get it going. And no. he just keeps talking about all these great Shakespeare things. <laughs> that was also good. But I was like, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and yeah, they for them bringing. Happy back as the purple guy.
1: That was such a weird, <laughs> weird twist. <laughs> yeah, that was... That, and then uh, the yellow
0: jackets were cool. Having a bunch of people that can yeah. do what Ant-Man did. Yeah. That was cool, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah the Happy Thing was a weird twist. I, I get it in the sense that they had Bruce Banner, and so they're like, well, we need to have somebody that can, you know, compete with Bruce, so it's not just a, the Hulk appears and the Avengers win. Right. Um, I enjoyed this episode probably the most out of all the episodes because it had the the back in time dynamic, and so it just invites all kinds of automatically changes to the characters. And like right. you said, Steve Rogers as freaking Robin Hood was a hoot, happy as uh, the Chode. chode such a good word for him. Oh, he, he was. He was. He was just the worst. It was it was incredible. I, I thought like this was the right blend of hey, creative, uh calling back to other characters. That weirdly, the part that was probably the well, Tony's piece in this was fantastic, right? right? Where he's trying to graph new technology to merge with with the magic. Uh that that was that was really enjoyable. That yeah, the emphasis on Captain Carter, and it's not her fault, it just felt It's
0: forced. It's 100% forced. And they tried to make it like, well, she helped save the multiverse. But, I mean, there was also a bunch of other people there. And I get that she's probably the leader. So I understand why you're doing it. But at the same time, it's
1: like... I would have liked to have seen... Why don't you
0: pull more people?
1: Exactly right. Like, pull two or three of them. Does not have to be the whole group. But pull at least one other from that world-saving group, preferably two others. Like, give us a nice trio that's kind of hopping through time I here. think Doctor
0: I, Strange w- would have been great to have him the whole episode. Sure. Because I think that would have built sure. into the last episode a lot better. Yep. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, I didn't mind, and we'll get into this shortly with the last episode, I didn't mind Doctor Strange's role as kind of the dark shadow hovering behind all the episodes messing with time. But that's exactly where you should have had Peggy Carter and one or two others from that group trying to, like, help maintain the multiverse. Right. Right. And they think that Strange Supreme is, you know, with them, but he's clearly gone rogue. Right? It's like that's, yeah, missed op- missed opportunity, no question. And And again, it just, you can't force a minor character to be a major character. Right. Like, they're not a major character for a reason. Let it happen naturally. Yeah, you can't, and you can't just, you also can't just gender swap and go, therefore, this character is a man or this character is a woman and go, and it's the same. It's like, it's it's not. Like, you can't change that much of the character and go, and therefore, we hope you all enjoy and uh, and receive this character in the exact right. same way. It's just not how it works. So, anyway, episode nine, Strange of. And also,
0: like, after watching these, I realized it's like, oh, no wonder Steve went in time to go be with Peggy. My God, are they annoying together. It didn't matter what version of them were there. They were both, like, super into each other.
1: We get it. You like each other. Like, just
0: get married already. Anywho, I digress. Yes, episode no, nine. No, anyway. I think the premise of this was cool. Yes. I think it have been even cooler yes. if there would have been more build-up. Like, yep. after an yep. episode, it was strange pulling the main character from that episode yes. and then trapping them. And you're like, whoa, what will happen there? Why are they gone? And then just to have them, you know, kind of like in the first one yep. where they took the main characters exactly. from those episodes exactly. and paired them together.
1: Right. There was clear build-up taking place, even though the full reveal hadn't yet occurred. Uh, That's nearly the case here.
0: Right, because you can stop Peggy. Yep. You can have Kahori, because, again, she was great. Yes. Her powers worked really, really well here. Yep.
1: Crazy. Yep. And so... And again, the fight scenes, therefore, were fantastic. Like, the blend between her and Peggy Carter, that was great. They throw the Gamora back in there. Mm-hmm. Or throw yep. um, Sakarian armored Iron Man in there. Yep. Or just yep. some other people. Right, right. Right? Why not have? Why not allow Hella to to flex here? Right? You redeemed her. Why can't she be the life bringer now instead of the death bringer or like, whatever? Why is she just like falling down into the pit? Right. <laughs> it just felt like a waste. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get it either. Yeah, it, it really. It Although really,
0: watching her control zombies was kind of fun.
1: True. That was a really cool move. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was cool. a lot of fun. Just
0: wanted, just wanted more of that. Yeah. Right. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What else on episode nine? Rial- oh
0: Yeah. Ultron Killmonger here just got absolutely annihilated That's so right. quick. He was That's the right. big bad in one up ep- in the oh last gosh. season, and they <laughs> just completely wiped Dismantled it out me immediately. Ever.
1: Dismantled. Because she so just fast. took him out of the armor. Yep. yep.
0: With the space powers, you're yep. like.
1: Tch. Yep. That was... Stop! That was... Uh, okay. They
0: couldn't do that in the last season. That, that That's the other... I think that's the main thing that bothered me, is just yep. the
1: consistency
0: across the board. Correct.
1: Thanos... The changing rules. Thanos... What are we
0: doing? Thanos extremely, like, why is he so neutered in these? I get that you want a different main villain and stuff, but, like, still make him a badass, at least, you know?
1: Yeah, you don't have to... You don't have to sacrifice.
0: Oh, sorry,
1: yeah, but anyways. Well, we've got two full seasons in of what if. Here's a question for you. Now that we're that deep into it, do you want more? Ken part question. Do you want more of this? And if so, what would you like to see in a future season? Because I would guess whether we do or don't. I would guess we're going to get more of this. Uh it just seems like a very accessible Hey, this isn't you know from a production value point of view. They've got high production value. It does not cost a great deal, right? So why not keep churning these turning these out? Unless they're not getting anybody to watch this, which will never you know we don't know. Right. Uh, but I don't think it's that. I don't think that's the case. I think there's enough people watching, but I don't know. Yeah. So I think we'll get. I think we'll get the captain
0: carter version of civil war mm-hmm. i think that's bound to happen mm-hmm. which is fine with me i would actually like to see her with a fleshed out avengers yep uh because we haven't yep. really seen that it's been very captain america movie focused Yep, which is great um i would like to see spider man mm-hmm. we didn't see any spider man i know
1: it that's got to be the sony thing right that's you would mad. think
0: but they didn't have any problem with it beforehand you know right so right. that kind of bothered me right uh and maybe it's because he's also getting an animated show where they're like, let's dial back on on Spidey for a little bit. Sure. But he's such a sure. linchpin. Yeah. It's crazy. I wouldn't mind getting like a Hulk focused. I don't think we've gotten
1: anything Hulk focused. No, not Hulk focused. He, he's been sprinkled in there, but certainly not. But like. Focused. Is that the universal? That can't be like. Not, not the show.
0: But he was still, because he was still there. He was still in like 1602. Yeah. Yep. So. Those two, I feel like their presence, I think you have to throw Falcon in there at some point, yep. I think there's just specific characters that I want to see get more focus. I yeah. wouldn't mind having Thor present again; he was present, but he wasn't really. he was just used as like you know West. right exactly. <laughs> he was the king in sixteen o two he was you know he did he he did come to the eighties Avengers, that okay. was. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I I want. I just want, like we got, we got Iron Man pairing up with different characters in both seasons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say that and yeah, give, give us more of the main guys.
1: Yeah. I, I would, I'm down for another season of this. I would like them to have a more consistent thread from start to finish of how these episodes are going to be intertwined, right? or don't have you them mean, intertwined at all? Sure, or just yeah, do one, do one or the other. But I think there's, I think that was one of the best parts of season one is they chose to intertwine them, and mm-hmm. it was it was really worthwhile payoff. And with season two, it felt like a less of a commitment, but they still kind of wanted to do it. It just they didn't find the right balance. right? Uh, and so for season, season three, it's like, hey, I, I could see you leaning into that where you have, you know, seven or eight almost entirely independent episodes. But the last two minutes are that tease of, hey, here's how this is going to tie into, you know, what's to come in the rest of the season. And then episodes eight and nine, you have the payoff. So that that's what I would that's what I would like to see. I continue to enjoy the animation style. I do again holistically. The part that just was a bummer to me is it felt like a it just felt like an indictment on the last four years of of Marvel, where it's like we don't really have anything we're that proud of. To but uh, can you blame them? What? Right, it's like they admitted that
0: it was not good.
1: I know, but you mentioned Spider Man. It's like. Man, not being able to pull in Spider-Man, you had a great Spider-Man movie. But you didn't pull him in. Uh, you didn't have Moon Knight would be cool. Right. Moon Knight, uh, the Eternals. I know it wasn't a phenomenal movie, but it wasn't hot garbage either. It's like you can't pull any of that.
0: And at least they like had at least they had a presence in like zombies.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: they were there in zombies, I believe. If not, it was in the tease for the next season. Sure. But I can't remember. Yeah. But either way, like
1: but like Yelena from the Black Widow movie, which again, that's another weird one, right? Why was
0: she not in the the Winter Soldier? Yeah, spin? I know, I know that because I was looking for. I was like, oh, they brought the mom back. They didn't bring right well, seriously because that should have been another thing because you got to build her
1: up. I know it. Yep, yeah. uh, I I know it. it, it have her seemed... beat up Black Widow a little bit? It, it seemed very, seemed very strange. So maybe she wasn't old enough, I guess. I don't know.
0: That's the only thing I could be like well, yeah.
1: like no Kang references? And I understand there's the the shenanigans, but truly, I don't think Marvel is getting away from Kang the character. I don't. I think they're going to recast him. They should recast. So why why aren't you referencing Kang at all?
0: Yeah, that was the weirdest part. They did they didn't build up anybody from the past. They just kind of took some characters
1: that they wanted to have more time with, and there's no Gore the God Butcher in here after you did that Thor movie with him. Yeah, I- again, I'm not what hyping these movies wins? up. I'm not hyping these movies up as the best that Marvel has had to offer, but geez, guys, like the Guardians three movie just came out within the last year, and we're referencing older Guardians content. It just felt well, and that it was hard for me to not get caught up in that where it's like we're we're really just not we're practically ignoring it right and it
0: it definitely feels intentional yeah and i'm wondering if it's because there's a bunch of characters that they have that they don't want to like i don't know they don't want to go in a certain way and have it be like ruin their plan i don't know i i have no idea i don't either
1: because it seems like such a safe place like it's an animated product that is literally saying hey we're this is a free parole, right? It's just a truly a well, what if we did this? You're just throwing it out there to see what what sticks. So sure. yeah, just kind of bamboozled in that, in that respect. But I didn't hate it, right? That was the part that I got stuck on. There I appreciated having this dialogue with you because you pulled out a lot of worthwhile, right? A lot of worthwhile highlights. I'm probably most eager to go back and rewatch. Uh, season one, because I'm looking through those episodes, like yeah, there are a lot of episodes in that season that I enjoyed a great deal. Uh, so I, I, right. I think there's hope. I don't think it needs to be a Dunzo. I personally didn't enjoy season two as much. I love that you did. That's that's really good. Right. Uh, I wish I wasn't such a Grinch, but <laughs> oh, okay. good. There we are. Everybody has their has
0: their has their, has their things.
1: No. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Shall we move on? Yeah, we should. Let's do. So I'll Echo, speaking of TV shows, that came out uh all five episodes dropped. Was it just a ninth? Is that right? When all I five episodes dropped. Something like
0: that. It was really recent. Yeah,
1: so within the last week, we've each gotten through we've each gotten through the show. Um here's the deal. This was not, by any stretch of the imagination, the worst thing I've I've watched, right? Uh Secret Invasion is still quite fresh. Um, it was for me overall more worthwhile than I had anticipated that it would be. So I'm grateful for that. Right. Uh, I don't think it stuck the landing for me. I thought the first four episodes were pretty solid and the fifth episode, uh, ended with more of a, I'm Ron Burgundy energy than, than I think it needed to. Yeah. Uh. So. Overall, I, I'm 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 not gonna watch it again, but I'm not disappointed that I spent time right. watching it, and we'll get into more highlights. But that's just kind of my broad takeaway. What about you? Um, I had
0: to look her character up a little bit mm-hmm. um, because I was curious. The power thing was new, mm-hmm. and it seems like mm-hmm. it was new.
1: Definitely, and definitely, that was weird. Yes. Now yes.
0: moving forward, I will be interested to see if that was just because of where she was, because she was back home. Sure. And that was like a home lineage thing, sure. or if that's just gonna be something that she just has. Yes. Um, right. it it just felt unnecessary for her character. Right. Personally. Like I correct. I understand Not it. Correct. Like it's cool that they have this like because each episode was kind of focused on yep. like that. Different character.
1: aspects of the origin. Yes. yes. That,
0: Person's yep. lineage, Function. yes, yep. exactly. Yeah, but like it just felt like I don't know, it was oddly placed, right? right, right. They kind of slowly build it. Like yeah. they had it at the train, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and it felt like it was just coming out in life or death situations.
1: Sure. Yep. Right. Yep. So, we're extremely high. Um,
0: yeah. but I love Kingpin in this. Yeah, we got him back. Well, I think he's back now.
1: Um. <laughs> Talk about, a, talk about a rewriting of the, uh we, we, don't in Hawkeye. What? No. No, we didn't.
0: I did that in the, the comics, miss.
1: though.
0: Him getting shot in the right. eyeball right. and not losing his eye. Right. Was in the comics. So you can't get mad at the TV
1: show for writing it that way. Oh, it just leaned hard into the, uh, the comics of, ah, we don't really like that idea. Let's, let's just not, he's still got his eye right. Scarring, little scarring, scarring. overall, oh, some scary, okay. science. <laughs> there had to be some like magical.
0: You're wondering where that came from, right? Oh,
1: geez, yeah, yeah. There, there was they, they put themselves in a really tough spot with how Hawkeye ended. So, I don't really hold this against the right. echo showing, right, 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 right. it, it just draws attention to okay, yeah, that was.
0: Um, but their relationship was definitely the best part Totally each entirely totally like how she's like by the way she's not really a good guy right she's not really a. yeah she's 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 really good to hero oh for sure yes for sure yes um i I thought it was a cool nod for her character's rep to be for kingpin to be like you're the only person that's been able to keep up hang with Daredevil. Out with their,
1: yep, hang with Daredevil. You're, you're the
0: only one. And I was like, okay, so you're giving her credit. Yep. And we watched it happen, so that's yep. great. It that was a Long, great fight scene. It was a fantastic.
1: fight scene. And him being
0: like, I've been watching these guys for five days, and then you come in here and ruin Mess it. Up. Yeah, like, <laughs> so that was great. Uh,
1: yeah. It's but, great to see Daredevil, right? Like, I mean, do I want more? Do you want more? Yeah. But at least we got, like, a legit... Not just a in passing, like there was an actual fight scene
0: and an interaction and an interaction,
1: and, yes. And I think, yes,
0: I think that's all we needed with it mm-hmm. to be honest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because obviously it needs to focus on her. I think if you have Daredevil in there Very, for too long, really people are like, We don't, we we're gonna see. gravitate
1: towards Daredevil, yeah. You don't
0: want to see her yeah. at, at all, right? Uh, I liked her uncle a lot actual uncle mm-hmm. not uncle kingpin
1: uh, i thought he was
0: fantastic in this <laughs> totally show agree. never seen him in anything else but same. i loved him
1: same i think he was he was solid
0: i think he's the best actor outside of yep and yep for the whole thing so um, but having yeah no, it, it's great to have him back i'm scared of kingpin again. Okay. like Correct. this dude this dude literally beat the shit out of a guy for Being mean to a deaf girl, which and you're like, he's
1: here's the thing, he's meaner in the trailer. Like, the ice cream guy is mean in the trailer, in the show, like, it's actually kind of confusing. It's like, he's mean to her, he just doesn't know, like, okay, she can't understand, and then he gets frustrated. It's miscommunication, right? He's not a dick in the trailer, he's a dick. You're like, okay, I, you know, no, Kingpin shouldn't do this, but I get it. Truly, like, if someone hadn't seen the trailer and they're watching the show, it's like, whoa. Right. Whoa. This was and then the fact that she just came up there and just started kicking him was hilarious. hilarious. Weird like editing choice. Like, hey, you've got it in the trailer and you're gonna take that out of the show? It blew me away. It blew me away. It blew me away. It's the easiest thing to include. But if you think about it,
0: yeah, it makes that scene better I because agree. it shows how unhinged is. I agree. For people he cares about. Mm-hmm. Like, just to have that last scene with him and Echo, where she brought him back to his childhood bedroom and realizing, oh, this is why the way he is. He cannot let go of what his dad did to his mom.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. That That is the biggest, best takeaway is a kingpin's back and his character is what we had experienced In the Marvel Netflix shows, right? right? And so he's back to that level of of influence, of power, of just sheer frightening, right? Like, he is a scary freaking dude. I loved the scene where Maya, after her dad has been killed by Ronan Hawkeye, but in his Ronan garb, when Maya just is unhinged and is setting the motorcycle through the glass and so she's being detained by the police and Kingpin arrives on the scene she's just shoving cops out of the way and cops are like yeah, yeah just stay out of his way like do you know who that is like get out of his way that was it, it's such a good job in this show and, and this is great storytelling this is great storytelling when you show what a character is rather than saying hey, it's what a character is like you have to show it and they showed Kingpin's the sheer might. It also shows how ruthless his people are as
0: well. Correct. Because <laughs> if you remember this, when they're going into the Daredevil fight scene mm-hmm. before that, right? When they, mm-hmm. they had the shootout, and they're like, mm-hmm. Kingpin, thanks you for your service. He shoots that guy. Did you Do you remember they used that same guy that a shot the other guy yeah, as a human
1: shield? Wow. Wow. Yeah, the think there was a single fight scene that I didn't find engaging. Right. In the show. Absolutely. They they totally totally crushed it. And so Jeff's kiss for hey you're an action show, action movie. I always come back to this. It's gotta be good action. And it was. Like it was above average action. It it was really well choreographed. Really fun to watch. The
0: only thing I wish we would have seen is Kingpin actually get in there and fight more. Yep. Because at that end there was more of Maya like still had feelings mm-hmm. in the sense of I still love you, yep, you're my uncle, yep. but I don't and I don't want to hurt you, yep and just try to fix him and you yep. fix him, yep, and I wish those two would have actually fought a little bit, and it would have been a little bit harder for her to get to that point, yeah i that felt a little quick
1: it was quick, and i was I was also truly really grateful that they didn't fight because we're still fairly fresh for me coming off of the kingpin somehow got defeated by kate bishop and so it's like okay so we've seen kingpin get beaten by matt murdoch now he's been beaten by kate bishop now he's gonna get beaten by Maya lopez so i was i was kind of grateful that that punched out hold right <laughs> that it was the they didn't actually come to fisticuffs the two of them that just would have felt like you know they've had all this buildup of kingpin in this show that i've enjoyed it and now it would have felt for me like yeah, okay. But the guy just keeps getting his butt kicked. <laughs> and I think I think they still could have done it though, where he looked good. Like, yeah. I
0: think they still could have he had her at the end of her line and sure. then she does the thing as like a last second sure. grab. And then he leaves.
1: He, he's physically bested her. And then
0: he's just yeah. emotionally broken afterwards sure. and that's why he leaves. I gotcha. You, you know fair. what I mean? Totally fair. I think you can still come out of that where it's like Oh, she took a last-second gamble and barely got out of there alive. Yeah, and that's how it should be with all those street-level characters. Right, like they should get right. their ass kicked a, a lot before they pull it out, unless it's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he's the reason that Aunt May is in trouble. <laughs> and then he pretty much just beats the shit out of Kingpin in prison. <laughs> right, right. Which was insane. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. No, I agree that the relationship, and this wasn't forced. So this was no. this was really. Truly solid. The relationship between Kingpin and Maya was a lot of uh, of worthwhile storytelling. Uh, So that that was truly, truly great. And I appreciate it as well that Marvel didn't make the mistake, because we've mentioned this in previous Marvel shows, they didn't make the mistake of taking this, listen, this is a minor character. You know that. But they didn't isolate her. They didn't say, okay, you're on your island and we're just going to give you your own show and it's going to be great. It's like, no, they know you have to partner a minor character up with, you just do. With other, yes, you absolutely do. And so I was grateful that that was such an intentional piece here. Because otherwise, there's not enough story about Maya Lopez to tell where it's going to be engaging for a whole show. It's just not. not can you give her... An episode in a, you know, street-level Avengers show? Yes. Can you get from her own show and it's going to be worthwhile for all those episodes? It, it, no. It's it just not. It's just not.
0: I, it makes me just look back and wonder, like, what they would have done years ago if mm-hmm. Daredevil was still around. If they would have introduced her in, like, a season four for or, sure. or a season five. Because I, sure. I believe her intro into comics was... She was pretty much an undercover like agent for
1: in the King comics. Ben. She is who she becomes who she becomes because she's inspired by Daredevil. Yeah. Straight up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No question. No question. I uh as far as the character goes, I, I thought they were off balance. I thought they went too far with reimagining her character. Like in the comics, yes, she's deaf, but she can read lips and so she can have Verbal conversations back and forth. There's no mystical power set. She's got the ability to mimic the skills of others.
0: Right. See, that's the thing I would rather have. I would rather have the mimicry over the weird... Mysticism. Mysticism.
1: 100%. And again, I get why
0: they did it, but like...
1: The character's
0: either. already cool, and that right. felt that part specifically felt yep. really forced, very
1: much so. And it it's like it felt out of place every single time. And like she was naturally
0: time. good at it. All this time. it was, it was yeah. for me. It was yeah. their get out of jail free card. Their, They're like, oh, how do we get it? So she beats him because he
1: she shouldn't beat him. Essentially, they truly they don't need to reference that ever again. I hope with her character and her character will be better off. I agree for it now. I will say this too. So I have I have that small beef with how they've reimagined the character, but I'm totally willing to let the uh, not reading of the lips and being a verbal communicator go because something that I was really struck by watching the show is this was such a unique viewing experience mm-hmm. because you're watching so much of it through the subtitles, through the lens of, you know, a literal you know, of a deaf person, right? And I, I just had to pause and go, this is what it would be like to consume content like this if I was deaf or hearing impaired. Right. Right. And that was that was worthwhile, truly. I know the actress that plays Maya Lopez, like she is deaf. She is an amputee. Um, and that's that's also not something that's part of the Maya Lopez character. Like she's not an amputee in the comics, but I thought that's really really cool that they tied that into the aspect of the character in the show because of this actress and so i i found that really unique and uh in a worthwhile sense um
0: i really enjoyed it too i yeah, think i really think it cool. really played really, really cool. well cool. into it cuz yeah know, it's through her eyes you know mm-hmm. the whole story so having even yep. i really enjoyed the parts where it just kind the of the sound mix the sound goes yes.
1: dimmer. 100% and you're like Oh, this is hundred percent.
0: Like it blocks you in almost. Yes. Yeah. So I did. I agree. I think that was really cool. And just they, watching they sign language that so entirely, well, so they? cool.
1: Yeah. Huge respect oh, to yeah. every cast member that learned sign language for that. Oh, for like sure. my sister worked for a number of years as a uh, as a sign language interpreter for groups, and you know it's a whole whole degree to skill set. Um that's no small thing yeah. to you know as an actor or actress like that's that's pretty pretty impressive in my opinion. that was really cool, and I did love and that was one little nugget that I enjoyed with Kingpin like leveraging his resources to develop this technology where he and Maya can communicate because of the combination of these contact lenses and the earpieces where she can see you know the a s l oh, as yeah. he verbalizes. He can have it translated as she does her, uh, she is her sign language. And speaking of the ruthlessness of Kingpin, how uh, about just churning through different interpreters and then killing them all off? Like, you pick up on that before they killed off the last one? It's like, this is a third person. There was a blonde gal, red-haired gal, now there's a brunette. And I didn't pick up on that part, but the fact that he just offed her, and she's like, no, no, I, right? I won't say anything. Right. I was like, "Wow, whoa!"
0: Like you're offing people that quick, whoa! Yeah, and that, and then I think the point that she made to with him is, she's like, "If you really cared, you would have learned." You're
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: like a hundred
1: percent correct. A hundred percent correct. You had a
0: lot of time to learn.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. I, overall, here's the deal. Overall, it was worth a watch. Um, I wish the fifth episode would have. For me, it didn't feel like it stuck the landing, but. It didn't retroactively like ruin the previous four episodes, for my stretch of the imagination. I thought the action throughout was great. Everything we've highlighted as positives, worthwhile, and the myths that I'll that I'll pick are relatively either minor or frankly correctable. Right? I I, if I'm willing to see, I would love to see more of this character in the future. Just drop the mysticism piece. In. I agree. I, I don't think that's a worthwhile enhancement of her character because like you said she's already cool she's already like you can include the heritage that piece is phenomenal there does not need to be this mystic aspect or at the very least let's put some freaking boundaries on it right, right like right. is she going to be able to heal people or things like her mother did okay but to be able to just toss your hands out and all of a sudden your grandma and your cousin like <laughs> yeah, I have like hulk powers like what are we really doing? Blue Beetle, Grandma all over Jeepers, again. kittens. It was that was that was a that was a bridge too far for me. But, so yeah, I think it needs to be reined in a little bit right. there.
0: I'm excited though because I think I think she just unleashed a new level of Kingpin,
1: right? Because she tapped right.
0: into something emotional, and I don't think he I don't think he fully recovered. Correct. Right. I don't think he will. I think when he's running for mayor,
1: yeah,
0: I think the next time we see him, he's going to be even more brutal. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fantastic. It just makes
1: me that much more excited for the Daredevil show because you know, and this is great, like you now have another worthwhile character in that thought sub-universe, right? right. Okay, it's like great, yeah. Let let's get more of her in there. That's awesome.
0: For the love of God, please throw Tom Holland Spider-Man at him. Mm-hmm.
1: I want that mm-hmm. so
0: bad because it will be so good. It will be so good. I would love that. You know, you can pair him up with Daredevil. That would also be fantastic, but it doesn't need to
1: happen. It would be a great dynamic to have Echo, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Matt Murdock, Daredevil.
0: Exactly. Have him hire the Scorpion. Oh, wow. He's the one who suits him up. And then just have that nice little build him up as the guy.
1: It was great. There is no doubt. So yeah, there is no doubt. No, overall, I, I, I'm I'm pleased that it was that it was not a train wreck. Agreed, right? That was. It so was better
0: than we thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, I think they did a good job at winnowing it down to just what it needed to be with the five episodes. They didn't stretch any further than that. Um, can we just throw a bone to our guy Biscuits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that guy was hilarious.
1: First of all, who is he? Like he's a white guy. Okay. Guy's not a Native American. You'd be surprised. It's just incredible. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Did he have some time. That was amazing. My grandpa, grandpa was great. Grandpa just hitting
0: on grandma the whole time. <laughs> the
1: whole time. I was like, I used to go crazy when I spoke Indian to you. It's like, and geez. That, and the corn cra- dog.
0: <laughs> and the craziest <laughs> part is they've been separated. Right. They've been separated for years, right. and he's still like holding that flame oh, for her. Oh
1: my. Yeah, that candle's not going out. No, I no. I thought that was great. It was. It was a great dynamic. Yeah.
0: So.
1: <laughs> but also, the name biscuits like I just couldn't oh, get yeah. it over. It's like it's tough. That's yes. tough. If you're the, if you're biscuits, I'm sorry. You've got Uncle like Henry Black Crow in biscuits. <laughs> oh,
0: Funny, funny.
1: All right, enough said. Miles, introduce our top five topics. Right
0: our top five because Echo brought back our boy Kingpin. Mm. We're gonna do our top five Netflix series. Yes, because are Marvel, canon. yes, they are canon they're official. Thing. We got Charlie Cox back. John Bernthal is on the cusp of returning. I feel it in my bones. You know, he's. I believe. Jessica Jones has been rumored to be coming back soon I think the only ones we haven't heard are Luke Cage and Danny Rand I hope personally we do get the guy who played Luke Luke Cage Cage, I enjoyed him a lot as Luke Cage Phenomenal fit Um, I yeah
1: I I, I, I can't remember I
0: don't I think the one that's okay up in the air to get recasted for me personally is Iron Fist and I don't think that's the actor's fault I think with the right people he would be just fine for sure Um, for sure I would like the Elektra actress to come back too, personally, but again, I digress.
1: So we're
0: going to rank the top five Netflix, uh, Marvel. Rose.
1: Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. I will go first. Mike Coulter. That's right. That was I He's a stud. His name was Mike. I couldn't remember his last name at all, but all right, well, let's get into it. Riles mm-hmm. top five. My number five, uh, is the defenders. Um, cool concept the execution was a little uh was a little lacking um this was a and this is going to come up later in my list but this became a pattern for these Netflix shows where they would introduce the alleged who you were led to believe was the main villain right away and then kill that main villain off unexpectedly halfway through
0: oh god yes
1: yep yep and uh there was a choice in show. a great actress. I know. It was Susan Sarandon, was it not? No, 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 not uh Oh, bars. Stand, Stand by. The leader of the hand? That wasn't Susan Sarandon? No, but I know why you're saying Susan Sarandon because they uh the two actresses look very very similar. Sigourney Weaver. Shit. Yep. I knew no, that. No, no, great movie. Like, that's that's a legitimate... I need to look up Susan Sarandon a Legitimate now. guess on your part. They look physically... They have a very similar... I had
0: her face in my head. I was like, it's the yep. girl from Alien.
1: Yep. Yep. You got it. Also Gourney Weaver. So, my recollection... Oh, they of, look
0: very similar. Very, I feel... No, I very, don't feel should, bad now. No, you
1: should feel very justified. Uh, I wanted it to be great. And it, was, and it was good. It wasn't bad. But it was just... Uh, it was just good. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't it wasn't great. It I was think. good for Electra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It you. turned her into an absolute monster. Unit.
0: Yeah. Not that she yeah. wasn't before, but holy crap.
1: Yeah, a uh, little bit of an upgrade. Okay there.
0: So that's my number five. Well, fun fact, that's also my number five. You're it? Yes. I think I know our number six is. Um, so <laughs> number five, yes, for all those same reasons. I thought Sigourney was great until she yeah. was dead. And then uh yeah, I I think it really built up the mysticism side of the hand, mm-hmm. which is something mm-hmm. I enjoyed because mm-hmm. that is a part of them very much the solid. comics. Yep. So and to have them have Elektra as right. their as their person
1: was yep. phenomenal. pretty solid.
0: So yeah, that's mm-hmm. my number five.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Okay. Number four, mm-hmm. I have Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um spoilers right there with you.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> yeah. the first seven episodes were phenomenal.
1: Yes. Uh the
0: guy who played Cottonmouth. Yes. Um phenomenal. Uh he's a great actor. Correct. Uh the fact that they
1: killed him was bullshit because he was the best part of the show. That was so frustrating. And you remember who played him, right? Yes. I was yeah. trying
0: to I couldn't remember. Our
1: Blade. The guy who's gonna yes, play Blade Major now. Ali. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes absolute stud. I was so pissed. They made him so good. He was a he was a threat. He was a another like gangster level. I would have right. loved it if they would have kept him around and watched him like interact with Kingpin. That would've been perfect. Mm-hmm. Him teaming up with Kingpin would have been great. Mm-hmm. Building up Kingpin even more. Yeah. But they just were like, not. And I did not like his sister. No. His sister was not good. I thought the the main villain in the second one wasn't that fantastic, you know, as much. You know, he's okay, yeah.
1: but... I truly didn't even watch season two, Riles. I mean, when you have a actor of the caliber of Maershal Ali, and you kill the guy off, like, you're you're not going to recover from that no. in terms of a, hey, we found someone better. He's that good. Uh, and it's not like it freed him up to play Blade immediately. We're still waiting right. on that. right. <laughs> So there wasn't a practical, well, this is uh, how that's going to help us out here. So it, it was, I thought there was a lot of potential in the show. And when they killed off Cottonmouth, like that just was a, again, it's about to recover from that. It's so that was, that was really too bad, really too bad. But yeah, that's, that's my, that's my number four as well. I think we're going to go pretty close to It'll probably be pretty close. I I think our
0: two and three might be different. Okay. But go ahead and hit
1: three. Number three is Jessica Jones. Okay. It's the exact same. (laughs) (laughs) Which is okay. Which is okay. This is another one of those, hey, I just watched season one. Like, I I didn't come back for season two.
0: I watched, so for Jessica, I watched the first two seasons. I did not watch the third one.
1: They even had a third season? Yes, because they
0: built up Hellcat in the third one. Okay. Um. Which I was not a fan of in the first place. Sure. Uh season one was so good. It was another one of those yeah, things where once they killed him yeah. off, she does not have a strong enough rogues gallery to go somewhere else. No. Like that yeah. is her person. That is her right. arch nemesis. Right. Is the purple man. Right. Now, I wish he would have turned purple. Huh. <laughs> You know, I thought that would have been cool. Yeah. I liked the way that he used Luke Cage against her. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That whole dynamic mm-hmm. was phenomenal, and mm-hmm. they executed that terrible, horrible, awful backstory of hers. Yes. And th- yes. they didn't go too far with it. Right. But they it was heavily implied what she went through, mm-hmm. and to have her get her redemption was yeah. fantastic. But right. season mm-hmm. season two was not the best. Right. And I don't think that season three was great either, from what I understand. And I didn't see season three.
1: Yeah, season one was very, very effective. And I, I will never, I wish I could, I will never forget a couple of things from season one of that show. It was so violent. Okay. It was so freaking violent. I will never forget in the very first episode where Jessica Jones is working with at you know in the private detective uh role, working with the the young gal and she thinks she's helped her, and then at the very end of the episode, the young gal just blows her parents away like in the elevator, just super grim and then sometime later totally unrelated I don't but even remember yeah I, I that was a whoa wait a minute that that was it was super dark, super dark, effective, but really dark, and then I just remember a different. It was one of the last episodes of that season where Kilgrave had one of the characters, like, putting his own hand in the, uh, like, in the sink garbage disposal. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. It was... So, that part of it, like, I don't enjoy, like, this. That's just gross. David
0: Tennant was phenomenal.
1: He was horrific. He's a great actor. He was way, way too effective. Um, he, you know, he was outstanding. So, it was... It was really well done. It was also 100% not my (laughs) cup of tea. Um, But regardless, I was still able to watch and and certainly enjoy, you know, enjoy. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, I was able to respect the heck out of the show because it was really well done. So, Punisher, number two? Yes. mm -hmm. My
0: number two is The Punisher. Uh, (laughs) Season one.
1: In particular.
0: Phenomenal. Now, we talk about violent. Oh, this might be the most violent boy. of the Netflix shows. Oh, the, f- the first really? season. The second season wasn't as violent. Yeah. Still very violent, okay. but not okay. as violent. But like, well, to be real, it's the Punisher. You know what you're getting into? Right. Out of all of them, he should be the most violent because he kills people. He kills bad people yeah. all the time. It is great.
1: Um, but It's such a phenomenal it's a phenomenal season of television. And I, I It's so good.
0: Talk about... Perfect.
1: By the way, talk about a perfectly executed
0: spin off series. Yes. He was yes. phenomenal in Daredevil. Right. Okay. His right. prison scene where he stabs like 85 everybody. people. Just everybody. Because the Kingpin's like, I'm done with you. <laughs> and he's like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to kill all of these people with a toothpick, <laughs> essentially. He broke a broom in half right. and just started going to town. Right. Right. Wow.
1: Yeah, top-notch execution on the introduction of the character in Daredevil season two. And to have him get his own show and get his own series. I don't know if it should have worked, but it freaking worked.
0: It worked so well. It
1: worked so doggone well. And the the dynamic of him and Karen Page was an unexpectedly great pairing as she's trying to, you know, keep him from just falling straight into the darkness. Um it, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about season one. Season two, I know you said you got through. I did not. It, it just didn't have the same the same level of energy. But season one will always just live in my mind as one of the best seasons of television well, I've watched. And
0: the plot twists were perfect. Yes. They were perfectly executed. Yes. Plot twists.
1: Yes. So they were phenomenal. Yeah. So I think Daredevil's probably number one. Oh, by a mile.
0: <laughs> when Vincent Donfrio comes on the screen, right on. To be honest with you, I don't think anyone will ever be able to do Kingpin like that. I agree. I he's I agree. He has totally the vibrato, yep. he has the intensity. As soon as yep. you hit, you're like, whenever he's on the screen is another level. Right. Which is exactly right. what you want from a villain. Yep. He nails it every freaking time.
1: Right. It's insane. And that's what, listen, that's what every good, every worthwhile superhero, you know, show or movie demands and absolutely needs is yeah, you got to have worthwhile hero or heroes, but you have to pair them up with a villain that is that is their match and maybe even beyond that. And without question, you know, Charlie Cox is Matt Murdoch is excellent. But yeah, Vincent Donfrio and his portrayal of Kingpin, that's not going to be touched. And yeah. you can put other people in a, you know, in a daredevil costume, and there will be, right? But yeah, Vincent Donfrio, like that's a that's an all-timer right there. By far. And that's not to disparage what Charlie Cox has done. He's been terrific, but yeah, Vincent stands alone. Yeah,
0: he's not, he, he, yeah, he's great, Matt Murdock, easily better than Ben Affleck, but yep. like he's not at that level where he's like Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark. Correct. Like Correct. Donfrio is that guy for Kingpin. Yeah. It's like yep. that's a match made in heaven. Yep. You don't get much better than no, that. It's It's
1: perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's really fascinating to me on reflection that uh that these shows got made. Honestly. Like I it, know. it's truly, it's truly wild. Uh and Daredevil makes enough sense. Uh he has had enough of a comics following. He's been a significant enough Marvel character, but the rest of these, like, it's pretty incredible that uh that they were able to get produced and and each in their own right, like. Were they able to sustain the excellence throughout their run? No, I don't think so. However, at no point did any of these shows have a complete drop-off in quality where you're going, this is just trash. Right. It, it was just a hey, this is not a you know, not an area of interest. So pretty impressive. Good Great. stuff, Riles. Yes, sir.
0: I think that's it. I think, I think it we can wrap
1: it. We tie the bow. So put the bow
0: on it. On that note, mm-hmm. thank you for watching. Always appreciate Thanks it, guys. You. Peace.